Well, hey friends, welcome back to High Five Motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and today do we have a treat for you. Danny Watson, my good friend, who was also part of my um, business masterclass that we just attended for 90 days. Yes, it was a long class, but we learned so much on how to do business and podcasting and all the things. So it has been so helpful, but she is amazing with interior design and home decorating. And so she is going to tell us all about holiday cozy home decorating, all the fun ideas to make your home feel super cozy, welcoming, and beautiful for this holiday season. Let's dive right in. Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow. And we all know there will be little bumps along the way. But why not have fun and enjoy the little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I'm excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Hey, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me on your show. Oh, Danny, I'm so excited to have you. I want to hear all about you, your business, and all the things. So give us the backstory of Danny. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm Danny Watson. I am a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. And nice. I know that I was a home decorator until people started asking, Hey, can you help me with your home? <laughs> and you're like, Oh, maybe I have a, a little skill here. Yeah, yeah exactly. But- <laughs> But I stopped staying home uh, or stopped working formally um, in the traditional classroom setting so that I could stay home with my babies and feel really honored that I could do that. But what it meant at the time was so much sacrifice, you know, living on one income, going from two to one, and it meant budget, absolutely everything. It meant shopping at Goodwill for clothing. And I remember very distinctly, my husband, he's in a white collar job and he needed, you know, the fancy clothes. And yeah, I remember waiting in the mail each month for the JCPenney $10 coupon. So that <laughs> like, I cannot wait for that sale. <laughs> yeah, so that we could buy the $12 pants for him to look fancy. And I'm doing air quotes, fancy. <laughs> he would only end up paying $2. We were that kind of broke. And at That's the time, hard you know, when you're home with babies, you get prepped a lot for the baby world. Right. But what I wasn't prepped for was how much they slept. And I remember sleeping when they could, when they were, because that's what you were told to do. And I did that, but there were just times, right. I just couldn't sleep anymore. And I found myself one day during Owen's nap time, looking at the walls, thinking this is so incredibly boring. These are just white walls. What am I, (laughs) by the way, I can't afford a can of paint. I just can't. $40 $40 for a can of paint. I can't. It's expensive. It's expensive. And now it's not $40. So I went out to the garage, striped the walls because I didn't have a full can of paint. I had leftover paint, came back mm-hmm. in while he was still sleeping, striped the walls. And then was when I realized the power of paint. And since then, I've been on a journey on a mission to teach busy mamas how you can decorate your home on a budget. It doesn't. I happen. love that super expensive. Of course it can, but you literally can have a pottery barn style with a target budget. So I love that. I think all of us mamas are like, hallelujah. Somebody knows us. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I have, um, you know, I teach them on a podcast. I teach them on a blog when I get my fingers typing and it's just, and I have a, a design course too, that they come through that teaches them how to do it. Awesome. I love that. I am a closet interior designer. I love it, but I don't necessarily have all the tools needed. So this is like so intriguing to me. I love this stuff. (laughs) So I have so many questions for you, but we have the holiday season coming up and there is so much that happens. We get all excited to decorate for Christmas. And I feel like when we get out all our decorations from like grandma's hand-me-downs to stuff that we find at the store, random sales on Black Friday, whatever it is that we have, put it together. And it's this hodgepodge, like tornado, something blew up in our house. (laughs) This is not enjoyable to look at. I just feel like I'm seeing clutter, like nutcrackers and nativities and all the things everywhere. Right. Right. So I think the biggest thing that I want to ask you today is how do you decorate your home and make like for Christmas or, or anytime really, but for Christmas, and make it feel cozy and welcoming, but have that cohesive, almost like a model home type feel, but it's livable. You know, it's not like untouchable where we can't have our kids touching everything and then we freak out and it's not even fun to live in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know, you mentioned something really interesting because there's a definitely a balance and along the continuum of model home, like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. and then Hallmark movie set, right? Where yes. <laughs> livable. <laughs> Yeah, you just threw up Christmas and you don't necessarily want that. There are times that I'm looking at watching Hallmark movies because I am a sucker for it. That I love them. Oh my gosh, they're getting better. This year is much better. But there are times, oh my gosh, like why would you put a Christmas tree in the middle of the ice skating rink or whatever? (laughs) It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's a really good question because, you know, before I tell you that, what I want to say is, you know, your homes in general are a canvas for storytelling. And I love that. there are so many opportunities for you to do that. But Christmas is one of the best, one of the most tangible ways you can showcase your family's story with your style. And your style is, it's storied, right? You have grandma's hand-me-down ornaments, and then you have the brand new thing that you just couldn't pass up at home goods. Um, so marrying those two can be really tricky. It can also be really frustrating, um, and it can be really fun. So we're going to try to find your listeners, the balance of fun. But one thing I would like to say just from flat out of the gate is it is absolutely okay to not put everything out. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to do that sometimes because you're like, oh, I love this and this and this. I know. And, but it is absolutely okay. You have my permission. Your listeners have my permission to not put it all out. But what I want to say first, before I start getting into that is, you know, as you're going through your Christmas bins, that is a really wonderful time for you to bless and release the things that you're not using anymore. And, you know, I just did this my, myself. We, we have two Christmas trees in our home and I, I put up one a couple of weeks ago and that one thematically is very different than the one we'll get fresh and live in a couple of weeks. Well, I guess next week, but what I do each time I have a bin for each tree and I get it out. And I, if I haven't used an ornament or two or three for several years, it's time to say, thank you so much for serving my family. It's time to go. And, and then I let it go because I don't necessarily want to, even if I find something really intriguing at home goods, I don't necessarily want to create more space to store it in my home because we all yes. live in space. So, 
um, you know, less release. And then you have more space in order to curate the fun stuff. It reminds me of like spark joy with, um, what is her name? Marie Kondo, Marie Kondo, you know, where it's just like, you give gratitude to it and then you let it go. And that's okay. We can do that for this approach is you don't dump it all on the floor to give gratitude. to Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in that bin, just focus yeah. on the bin. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one thing I really like to do is I like to think about, first of all, the theme I might have in mind for my common spaces. So I know for my family, for example, I have two Christmas trees and I know thematically for my, my French Christmas tree, it is the, the tall one. I have cathedral ceilings and it's going to be a little fancier. I'm in a house full of boys. And so I want the glitter. I want the pink. <laughs> you want one tree that can be cute. Okay. <laughs> yes, I do. And this is where those really expensive ornaments that grandma gave us when the kids were way too little to even handle them. That's where those go. But I know the balls are going to be flying in the other. <laughs> and so I want that one's a little more friendly to the kids. <laughs> right, right. And so you know, I, I think about thematically what is going to be happening there, but you can do that even in terms of the common spaces you decorate, the mantles, the coffee tables, the tablescape you're creating for, um, you know, the holiday meals. And you think about it, and maybe even for a tablescape, for example, that's where you're creating this we'll say Nordic Christmas, for example. And you want to think more thematically and more nuanced than Christmas, but maybe. Yeah. Palm Springs Christmas or Nordic Christmas, or <clears throat> excuse me, if you, you know, have a collection of Cinderella ornaments, I don't know, whatever it is, you think thematically for that little vignette. And so when you kind of break your home into those sections, you can create a mini vignette that then makes each section thematic. So, you know, marrying that new fun thing you found at Home Goods and grandma's vintage ornaments makes more sense when you're seeing all of grandma's ornaments in one area, all of you have more coupled together Nordic Christmas in one area. Yeah, exactly. And then it just kind of leaves a, a feeling of mystery too, because it's not, it doesn't have to flow as much as like you would when you're creating a color palette for your whole home. Yeah. It's a little bit more forgiving that way. But one thing too, you know, when you're thinking about um, decorating for Christmas and not having everything out, you know, there. Pinterest is wonderful. And it's also um, sometimes our worst enemy. And that's a comparison game. <laughs> absolutely. And then you see all of these things that are just super impractical. So if we go back to like pumpkin season, and we see all of the pictures on, on Pinterest, Instagram too, and we see all of the like millions of pumpkins on a front step, which look beautiful, but it's super impractical, right? Yeah. If you can remember too, that you <clears throat> might enjoy that picture you're seeing on Pinterest. But a lot of those pictures are so highly staged. They are so highly curated and they're not reality. So you they don't work with a family when you've got boys that want to huck them at the street and yeah. have them explode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, give yourself some grace for that and let that not necessarily be the guy the thing you do. Yes. But, you know, when I'm decorating for Christmas, I, I try to think about, or any season, honestly, you can use these tips for any season, but I try to think about touching the five senses, right? So if you can okay. think about it that way, um, what can you see? What can you hear? What can you feel? What can you taste? What is the other one? Well, I think I said here. Sight, sound, taste, feel, 
What's the other one? <laughs> Mel? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got it. <laughs> I'm like, how many senses do we have? We can do this. We can do this. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> we can't do, can do it. Going back to first grade. But if you think about that, that can really set a nice background for creating a really cozy feeling. So if we think about the sounds we hear, you know, of course we hear laughter. Of course we hear maybe Hallmark backdrop um, of the movies, but you generally speaking, your listeners, my listeners are probably already doing this and they're playing the soundtrack of Christmas, right? You, you have that yeah. music going on in the, in the background, but if you then add the layer of smell, you know, having a nice candle um, that is indicative of Christmas, not necessarily spring, not necessarily, <laughs> but something that's really related. Something winter and yeah. cozy. Yeah. Pine or my favorite, I like to use diffusers. And so orange and if I go through young cinnamon, I get my oil. Yeah. <laughs> cinnamon, the cloves, that kind of spicy just makes you feel like the minute you walk through the door, you are feeling that sense of cozy and that sense of calm. I love that. Yeah. And then, you know, texturally speaking in decorating in general, not just seasonally, but anytime you can visually see texture as well as feel it, you immediately elevate the space. So for example, like if I'm looking at home goods and I'm looking at, at a blanket that I want to bring for my, my space, excuse me. And they're, color palette is exactly what I'm looking for, but I'm looking at the texture, choosing a texture that is more nuanced, that might have cable knit, or it might have faux fur, or it might have some sort of, it looks cozy rather than a flat is going to automatically bring and elevate that feeling of coziness. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. So think about that. And then when you add layers to that too, of course, this is more, um, this of course runs the whole gamut of decorating in general, but you know, that, that, that throw blanket then is not laid on the back of your couch. It's actually underneath a layer of pillows and that pillow might have a texture to it too. So that layer and depth and texture is something you can see visually as well as you can, you can feel it and it elevates that look. Um, and it makes it like cozy enough looking to make you want to get into it and enjoy that blanket and watch a movie or something versus it just being on the back of the couch and just making the couch look like a fuzzy rug or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. One thing too, as we're talking about pillows that I really like to do is I, I try to have anchor pillows on my couch all year long. And I know I'm a home of three boys. We jump on our couch still, even though I (laughs) don't jump on the couch. (laughs) Still do it. We break the rules. We still do. Hold on. What's an anchor pillow? I don't know what this is. Okay. Well, it might be my term, but an anchor pillow is something that they're two kind of symmetrically speaking pillows that are on either end of your couch. Bonus tip for your listeners, Kim, is that, um, for, to immediately elevate the look and feel of your home, ditch the pillows that came with the couch, just ditch them, give them to good. Really? Okay. Give them to anywhere. Um, it is an opportunity always for you to elevate the look of your space <clears throat> and to bring your story, your personality into your home design, your home decorating. But if you start with an anchor pillow, so on my, my couch, I have a black leather couch and my anchor pillows are 
are cream. They're oversized. They're like 22 or 24 inches large and okay. they are textural. They're really soft and cozy, but they're textural just in the way that they look with a mm-hmm. little tassel and all that. That's those fun. And so those sit all year long and then I can play with the ones that are coming into season. Okay. So they're your basic color palette that you're working with all year long. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then I can play with the other ones throughout the year. One way to keep your clutter down and your storage down for Christmas is to just buy the pillow cover. So you're not buying necessarily the big pillow for Christmas. Maybe you're buying the one that has the cover and you already have the insert because you just had the fall pillow, but you're just changing out the pillow cover. So, so much easier to store. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, I'll leave you with the link of my couch pillow formula because there are different, you know, recommendations for how many pillows you, sh- you could have on a couch, but it just makes it easy to learn how to pattern, pattern mix and layer your pillows so that you're not having so many. Yes. And it actually looks cute at the same time and not like what just happened, right? Yeah. My pillows just threw up on my couch. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of the theme of this, right? Yeah. We don't want it to look like someone threw up. We want it to look yeah. pretty. Um, Um, we were on taste. Now taste can be something that is just alluded to. If you're thinking about like, you know, if I have garland on my mantle, maybe this is the year that I have dried the orange slices or I do the popcorn stringing on my tree, or maybe on my dining room table, I have a bowl of pomegranates and those can be in that case can be both decoration and purposeful. These are going to be on my salad for dinner this week, but it really choosing intentionally the color that is going to be representing the season as well as practical. And anytime you can bring practical decorating into your space, it's a good thing. That's a good thing. I think one thing that I, I want to be better at doing, but in my ideal world of this amazing, like Kool-Aid mom, that's, you know, got it all together. I, I imagine when my kids get home from school, having this fun, like little, um, not necessarily a charcuterie board, but some sort of like snack tray type idea that has all the fun, different nuts. And I don't know, fun little snacks for them to eat, but it also goes along with the course. So I think of something like that when I think of, you know, taste. So I don't know if that is kind of going along with it or not, but oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you're having a party, you know, and, you, and that can be something that is definitely, um, you know, you can pick your, your dish or whatever. You, yeah, you can pick the things that you're putting on the, on the table, on the charcuterie board in conjunction with the season. So one thing that you could do even just there is like putting a few little rosemary sprigs out oh, on yeah. the charcuterie board that makes it feel like they look like pine needles, but you don't they totally do. <laughs> and then you get the smell too. So it, it adds another, and then you got some texture, you got all sorts of things going. Right. And then just throw in a couple little cranberries to put in there too, or adding cranberries to, um, your drink if you're serving a drinky drink oh that's a fun idea yeah or even if it's not a drinky drink bubbly water and a few little cranberries elevate that quite a bit I love that that's cute and then the last one too we well we'd already talked about seeing but um you know going back to this idea of vignettes a vignette is a small space where you can create the illusion of fullness and this is what we see oftentimes on Pinterest or Instagram that goes overboard but yes. <laughs> if you think about your main spaces you decorate, how can you, um, how can you 
be moderate with the, the amount of things that you put out there, but then are there other places you could create a teeny tiny little vignette like your bathroom or yeah. your kid's bathroom or your bedroom, you know, bringing Christmas into these other places, because I, it is very realistic that, you know, we get out our Christmas decorating bins and they've been put away all year. We want to have them out and on display and using the things that grandma gave us from years ago, but also having some fresh stuff to it. Yeah. So having it all in one concentrated area, absolutely. It is going to look like a Hallmark movie and it's going to, (laughs) so can you create little vignettes here and there? I think that's such a good idea. And I've, I've learned that little bits at a time. I did some of that in my bathroom. We have like this one little, it's a cupboard and it's got like a little shelf that's right underneath it. And I'm able to put like cute little things. So we are all about coastal Christmas. And so everything is very light and airy and pretty, you know, but I just found that one year I missed the red, you know, like, I'm like, that's it's Christ. I need to have red in there. And so we have the coastal Christmas, but then we have red in there too. We kind of try to mix it in. So we've got like reds and teals rather than reds and greens as much, but I just find it's fun to add little bits here and there, whether it's like, you know, a fun little ornament that goes next to like a stack of hand towels or, you know, just something to add some color to it makes such a big difference and, or a little cute little sign, you know, that has to do with the holidays, some little quote or something like adding something to it makes a difference rather than it just being like, Oh, it's just, it's only in the kitchen that blew up everything else. is just regular everyday stuff, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And you know, that's a really good point too, is, you know, when you're All right. Until next time, go on over and check us out on our Facebook group at High Five Motherhood Mamas Group, or come on over and hang out with us on Instagram at High Five Motherhood. For more mom life hacks, homemaking, productivity and time management tips and tricks, organization ideas, recipes, meal prep and planning and more. Okay. There's so much information on there that you can enjoy in between each episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you found value in today's episode or from this podcast in general, Take a quick screenshot of this podcast and share it on your stories on Instagram or post it on Facebook because remember, sharing is caring. (laughs) Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.